welcome to the special edition of Medicare Simplified with your host, Dave Miller. I'm putting this podcast together because there have been some changes in Medicaid that started on April 1st of this year. In 2019-2020, a lot of things happened with COVID, the country shut down, and I'm going to discuss all of that in these two interviews. They're about five minutes each, a little plus or minus. Afterwards, at the end of the second one, I'm going to talk a little bit more because I ran out of time and there was still some information I wasn't able to get out. So sit back, relax, and at the end of the second interview, I'll be back to fill you in on some information that I wasn't able to get out on television. Medicaid has announced changes for this year. To help us break it all down, we're talking with the One Stop Retirement Place. Miller Insurance Group is sponsoring this segment. We welcome back Dave Miller. Medicaid has made changes. Why? What spurred this? Well, in 2019 and 2020, COVID hit our nation really hard. In fact, it hit the whole world hard. And we did a major shutdown. All factories, everything that wasn't mission essential was shut down. People were losing their health insurance. They were losing all kinds of things. They weren't able to pay their bills. So in December of 19 or 20, I forget which one it was, they, the government gave the states extra money mm -hmm. to help with Medicaid. In fact, Medicaid shot up 30%. Well, now the country's slowly building back and these programs are not going to be given extra money. And also they are doing an audit and getting people who didn't really qualify, but were given Medicaid mm. are now going to be losing it. Okay, so that, that can be quite a stressful situation for somebody who's on Medicaid right now. How will, will it affect folks who are on it? People who are on Medicaid that were on it say two, three years ago, as long as they do their renewals, they should be fine. People who got Medicaid during COVID are the ones that need to be concerned if they still really qualify. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that in a minute. So how many people, I mean, in general, do you really think bottom line here will be affected? Roughly 608, the numbers are quite high. It's over 600,000. Oh, okay, that and is a lot of people. In fact, 598,000 still have not sent in their paperwork and over 430,000 minors, we're talking children from maybe one year to 17 years old, that could possibly lose CHIPS or other programs of that nature. Okay, let's, so who, who does a qualify? Like what are the income levels to remain on Medicaid? Okay, the income levels to remain on Medicaid, for example, if they are on Medicaid under 65, it depends on the household size. And I have the 22 and 23 numbers on your screens right now. These numbers will vary from year to year. But from under 65, basically if they're a household of one, 1,500, up to a household of three, 2,200. But they also look at resource limits. And you have to fall within one of these brackets in order to continue getting Medicaid. And then you've got your modified adjusted gross income, which is your wages, dividends, Social Security checks, your spouse's income, all this will play into whether or not you are qualified. Now, things they do not count, for example, is temporary assistance for needy families, supplemental security income, SSI, low-income energy assistance programs like LIHEAP, supplemental nutrition assistance programs like SNAP. Uh, there's several other programs that will not be counted as far as your income. As far as eligibility goes, you have to have a government ID, social security number. You need to make sure that your county assistance office and you are talking to each other to make sure you are still qualified. 
so that you don't lose these benefits. Now, I spoke earlier about resources. Resources are like your home, one car per family, a burial plot, $1,500 is what they will not count towards burial plots, and that won't count as a resource. If you get full extra help with Medicaid, for example, your premiums for like a Medicare plan would be zero. The state would pick it up, as they would your Part B premium. Co-pays could be $4.15 to 1035 for prescription drugs. And when you got different levels of coverage, like you got your Slim Bs, which are partial Medicare um, medical assistance to full-blown QMB Plus, these will vary in benefits as well as premiums and co-pays. And they, that's where things come from. This is a lot. This is a lot for someone to absorb because my head just started spinning. So we're going to talk more with you after the break, right? You're going to tell us if, to find out, like if you're still eligible, <clears throat> excuse me, and some of the options available. So stay with us. We have a lot okay. more to talk about. Keep it here. We're continuing now with Dave Miller of Miller Insurance Group, the sponsor of this segment. He's explaining more about the recent Medicaid changes. It's a lot. Let's talk more about the programs that someone can qualify for. Is there a way for someone to see if they still qualify? Absolutely. Department of Human Services has created a phenomenal website. It's very easy to navigate. For example, if you go to my website and you go to the Knowledge Center, Scroll down to where I have a section on Social Security, you'll see a benefits checkup. Click that button. It will take you to a benefits checkup website. From there, no matter what state you're in, you can navigate through this website and go through all these different things to see the programs that are available to you, whether you qualify. It is a phenomenal website. So someone goes on, they discover, actually they're gonna be dropped from some of these programs. What are their options then? Well, getting back to DHS real quick, these websites show you what this is all about, where to go, how to navigate it, and it's really easy to use. If they are going to be dropped from, the, they think they're going to be dropped, then they need to go to their community assistance office and get with their case manager and see if they can still qualify. Letters have been going out 90 days, 60 days, and 30 days prior to their anniversary of when they got Medicaid. If they're throwing this in the trash, that's what's going to happen to their Medicaid. They need to open up the mail. Even if it's junk mail, throw it, at least look at it first because mm -hmm. you may be throwing away your ticket to Medicaid renewal. Okay, say there's somebody with a disability, still works part-time, what kind of options does this person have? Well, there is a program called MAWD, M-A-W-D. This is another fantastic organization. It's for medical assistance for working dis people with disabilities. It is great. On my website, again, under the Social Security area, you'll see two buttons, one for MOD and one for information on MOD. If you click on MOD, it'll take you to their website. And it's fully loaded with all kinds of ways that, that people, to help people with disabilities get a job, they'll help them get to where they can work, the hours they can work within their disabilities. It's just a phenomenal program. And there is also a brochure on my website for MOD that gives a beautiful description of everything they do, all the services they have, and it can really make a difference for people who just want to work and feel useful. They don't want to be disabled and just feel like they're nothing. They sure. want to work. Sure, yeah. And MOD will help them. And the best part of MOD, even though they don't make a lot of money, because they're enrolled in MOD, 
they can qualify if they're on Medicare. They can qualify for Medicaid and what they call a special needs plan through Medicare, where they'll have no premiums, no co-pays, get the medical attention they need, get the value-added benefits that will help make their life better for dental, vision, hearing, and other things, still work, even though they're not making a lot of money, they can still live a fruitful life and feel like part of the community and give back something. Well, thank you for being on our show to share this, and thank you for everything on your website and how you're trying to help people through it. We really appreciate it. Thank you. As we go to break, we thank Miller Insurance Group for sponsoring the previous segments. We'll be right back. Okay, everyone, you got the gist of it. A lot of changes, a lot of people are gonna be affected. If you are one of the unfortunate people who is losing Medicaid and you're under 65, not on Medicare, you still have options. You can go to Penny's website, that's Pennsylvania's Marketplace. There are a lot of good programs there. There are subsidies and tax benefits available to you. If you're not comfortable going on that website yourself, reach out to me, 717-740. 9673. Just leave your name, number, and tell me you need help with Penny. Or my email address, Dave at MIG, the number four, the letter U, dot net. And again, I will have someone reach out to you and help you get on there. I have some people that specialize that, that work with me, and they'll be more than happy to get you on a good plan. If you're still struggling and you're 65 or older, there's a program called PACE in Pennsylvania. It has a different name in different states. If you go to my website, mig, the number four, the letter U dot net, scroll down until you see prescription drug help. Click that button. It'll take you to a website where you hit the drop down button, highlight your state, click on it, and hit view programs. From there, you can find a pharmaceutical assistance program in your state. If you do live in Pennsylvania, on the right hand side, you can see where you can enroll online, download a paper application, stick it in the mail, as well as get more information on PACE. Again, it's very important you don't throw away your mail until you at least open it. I know there's a lot of junk coming out these days, you know, stuff you don't even want to look at. But if you've had Medicaid during the pandemic up until now, open every piece of mail. You never know what might be in it, and it could be your application to renew your Medicaid. If you don't fill it out and send it in or make a phone call to your caseworker at the community assistance office, they will boot you out because the end of no booting people is over. During the pandemic, when the government gave out that extra money, they weren't allowed to kick anybody off of Medicaid until April 1st. So please open every piece of mail and make sure you don't miss anything. I hope you found this information useful and I will get back to our journey and talk with you again soon at the regular time. Have a great day. If you've enjoyed this podcast and don't want to miss future episodes of Medicare Simplified with me, Dave Miller, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to check out my book, Medicare Ready, Set, Go, available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle format. If you're looking for Medicare advice, please reach out to me at dave at mig, the number four, the letter U, dot net, or online at mig, the number four, the letter U, dot net.